learning. Let me have a quick look. Hope you don't mind us. Um, just, just for a few moments, we're, we're still anointed. If you are able to turn to the book of Mark chapter 4. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is true. He is unfailing. book of Mark chapter 4. Father, thank you. Thank you for your kindness towards us. Thank you for your mercy towards us. Thank you that you are good and your mercy endures forever. We love you for all that you do. We love you for what you do in our, do in our lives. We love you because you are consistent. We love you because you are unchanging. You are unwavering. Come on, Lord. We, we just adore you. Um, have your way in this meeting. We know that you want to speak to us. We know your presence is already here. So we open our hearts and we say, speak to us and reveal yourself to us. All the glory, all the honor, all the praise belongs to you. Someone say after me, I am good ground for the word that I am about to hear. I declare that every word I hear today will bear good fruit a hundredfold. I declare... I am becoming the word that I am hearing tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's my prayer for you, that you won't just hear the word, but you will become that word. The Bible calls us living epistles, walking words. Amen. Mark chapter 4. I want to speak to you. It's okay if it isn't working. We just kind of leave it. I want to speak to you about becoming an overcomer, becoming an overcomer. God has created us as human beings to be people who are able to become something different to what we currently are. He has created us in a different way. You know, the, 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 you know no, no, forget about what evolutionists tell you about how we evolved. I believe that the only people who are really um, able, the only species that are really able to evolve properly are human beings. God, we have the ability to be one way today and another way tomorrow. We have the ability to change. We have the, the ability to become something else. Regardless of what you face, where you are, you can become something else. Um, do not buy the lie that you are stuck on this level of being. Okay? It is a lie to think that there is any place where you can get stuck in forever and not be able to do something um, about it. You can become something else. It, it, you know, it, 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 it's just the way that God has created us. He has programmed into us that we can be people who can hear his word, who can, who can turn, who can change, who can become something else. In fact, the gospel is predicated on the fact that we, have, we are able to change. Um, and so even though we are lost in our sins or we were lost in our sins, even though we were lost uh, in our ways, God knew that he had put something in us, which is the ability to change, which is why he sends us the word. And when Jesus comes, he starts to tell us, repent, change your mind, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, uh, the gospel comes to us as human beings uh, because we are able to be transformed. We are able to turn and take a different route in life. You know, I'm trying to tell you this because if you don't like the job that you are in, you don't have to feel like you are stuck in that job forever. You can change. 
Amen. You, some of you are like, really? Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you've been 20 years complaining about the same boss. Get another job. Someone say, Pastor, it's not that simple. It is that simple. Get another job. Okay? We can change. We don't have to be stuck in this on the same level. We can change. You can become something else. If you don't want to keep earning 30K a year and, and waiting for September for your boss to give you a 2.5 increase only if you're being a good boy all year or a good girl, amen, and you get excited about, ooh, promotion is coming. That's not promotion. They make you grateful for 2.5%. By the way, it, I've decided that, that in the next few months or, you know, in, in this stage of, uh, on this side of, I feel like I've grown a little bit, okay? And so you will notice that I'm going to be provoking you a lot more. Okay, I think that I think that in the last couple of years I, I have been, you know, kind of yes. <laughs> but I feel like we as a church and and, and we and we are we we are we are ready for more. And when we are ready for more, we've got to stir you up. So so I'm kind of putting this out there, okay. <laughs> So, so, so we're going to come to the places of your comfort, you know, so, you know, so, so maybe you have been in a place where you are, you, you think to you promotion is the 2.5% that they give you at work because um, you have been so good and coming early and they tick that off, you came early, you did all your work, they tick that off and then you have the uh, congratulations, be grateful, we're giving you 2.5, listen, you can change that, you can become a 300k person. Amen. If you didn't know, please know that. You have the ability to change. You can start your own business and employ people and decide, I'm going to give you 10% instead. Amen. We can ch change your mind. We're raising servant kings. We're raising people who are not of this world. We are in this world, but we belong to another world where all things are possible. And so change is possible. Tell your neighbor, change is possible. Yes, you can change. You can, you can change from being an, a mean-spirited intercessor to being a nice intercessor. Yeah, you can change. You don't have to just say, take me as I am. It's who I am. No, we don't want you as, we can't use you like that. You know, we, you, it's not enough to just say, it's just, it's just how I am. I tell it as it is. That, that's not, it's not getting you friends. You're not winning anybody like that. You can change. Change is possible. Amen. Change, tell you, but change is possible. And so, and so we, we, need to, we need to invest in becoming what we intend to become. All we're going to need to do is to find the path to becoming who we would like to become, who we would want to become. We will then need to summon the strength, summon the courage, so, you know, get disciplined and stay on that path, and it is possible to become something different to what you are now. Where you are is not all that there is. Even, let me speak to us, those of us who have been Christians for a long time, it's also very easy for us to get to the place where we start to coast in our lives. We know where to say amen, we know how to respond to the right things, but really in the reality of our lives, there is nothing changing. God forbid that you will be a Christian in this church and not be changing when the lights go out. 
Amen. My faith is that it is not just the sound of your hallelujah that will change, but it will be the case when the, when the light goes out, you are also being transformed in the dark. My faith is that we are raising a bunch of Christians that are good to look at in the, at church and good to look at at home and good to look at at work and good to look at at the boss. And wherever you are, you are still the radiant city. You are that light upon a hill. Wherever you are, you are that nice person. You are exactly like Jesus Christ everywhere you go. Come on, somebody say amen to that. Because that is the will of God for you. And so we want to talk about, I want to talk to you about becoming an overcomer. The life of dominion is a life of overcoming. Okay? The life of dominion is a life of overcoming. Everyone who experiences any measure of success in life in any form has overcome something. The story of any kind of success is the story of overcoming. You know, I don't know if you watched um, Wimbledon where the 15-year-old girl, girl beats one of the, 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 the Williams sisters. She is a, that was just a phenomenon, amen. We, we were watching it my wife and I said, she's not going to wish it. Oh, she's won. <laughs> amen. May the Lord cause everyone around you to be shocked at the victories that you experience, Amen. But the story of her life is a story of overcoming something. You don't just get to that place of success without being an overcomer. There needs to be stuff that you overcome. And you can become an overcomer. You can become someone who goes to the next level because you obliterate the things that are in your face right now. Are you with me so far? And so overcoming Overcoming is a story of, of success, but there is a process that is required, a mindset, because the truth, anyway, the truth is that Jesus has, for us as believers, Jesus has already overcome. Anybody know that? Jesus has already overcome for every single one of us. In Christ Jesus, we have already overcome, but the story of success is such that for us as a believer, th there is a process, there is a mindset that allows you to become the victor that Jesus has already made you to become. Do you understand what I mean? There, is, there, there, are, there, are, there are different levels of being born. There is, there is being born again where your spirit has been transformed. You are born again. You have been, the only thing you did was to put your faith in Christ Jesus and he made you uh, the righteousness of God in Christ. But then there is the process of being, uh, of becoming what Christ has made you. There is the process of becoming the victor that Christ has made you on the inside. Are you with me so far? The, 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 the overcoming for a believer is not trying to win. Because the believer has already won in Christ Jesus. It is settled. Listen, and, and in fact, the enemy cannot do anything about your victory. In other words, the enemy cannot go back and change the score on the scoreboard. Forever it is settled that you are victorious. Forever it is settled that you have won. You are not trying to win. You have already won. But the job of the believer is to outwork their victory. The job of the believer is to manifest the victory in the flesh. You have the victory in the spirit, but the job of the believer is to manifest it in the flesh. And in fact, 
that is where the enemy fights you. The enemy cannot change the fact that you have already won. But what he can do is hinder you from manifesting your victory in the flesh. What he can do is cause you to be a victorious loser. Amen. In other words, you can be somebody who has, who has won the victory in Christ Jesus, but everywhere you go, everywhere in your life, there is defeat all over. It is not the will of God for us to be those kinds of people, because that, uh, but it is the agenda of the enemy to make us to be those kinds of people. And so what we want to do is to be those people who overcome, who become the overcomer that we have already been made to be in Christ. I don't know about you, whenever I read the word of God, I want to become everything. I don't want to settle for excuses. In other words, I don't want to read the book, of, the book of Acts and hear about how Peter's shadow healed people. And then I make excuses for saying, well, you know, not, no, no, I want my shadow to heal somebody. Okay? I don't want to make excuses to say, you know, no, no, not everyone is going to be healed. No, thank God for, 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 the, 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 you know, for, for those kinds of things. No, the Bible says many times when people came to Jesus, he healed them all. My faith is that everyone who comes around that I pray for, none of my words will fall to the ground. There will be a manifestation in every single person's life. Transformation will happen. Amen. My faith is that everyone who God gives us, he, they will, they will, you will grow, you will become stronger. My faith is, is that as a church, this is my, my, my faith, right with the leaders to everyone in the church, my faith is that as we count time together, you will be transformed. You will be becoming better. You will be able to count. Last year, I was earning 50. This year, I'm on 60. Last year, this is where I am. This, this year, this is because God will increase your influence. It is what we see in scripture, and we don't want to make excuses for it. We want to experience it. And it takes the spirit of a conqueror to be that kind of person. Someone say, I am a conqueror. In fact, I, I lied to you. The scripture says you are more than a conqueror. Amen. Someone say, I am more than a conqueror. And so we, we want to become overcomers, people who overcome in life. Is anyone interested in overcoming? Yes. Come on. Uh, who, can someone just shout out something you'd like to overcome? Poverty. That's one. What? Sickness. Come on. Shout it out because we want to stress. Amen. We're going to overcome that. Anyone? Any relationships? Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, finances. Overcome the pressure of finances. Okay, so, so here is why I'm asking these questions. We're going to look at how to become overcomers. Because I want you to not, to not think about what we're going to look at in theoretical terms. I want you to think about everything that we're going to look at in terms of these things that we have mentioned. Because the joy of what the scripture, has, the scripture has been given to us so that we can, we can hear God's heart concerning these areas. Okay? So, so I'm going to talk to you about, about, about how to become. The, the things that we, you know, I said if you are going to become, a, you can become anything if you discover the way, the path that leads you to become that. You can become a doctor if you understand that you have to go to medical school. 
okay? If you want to be, become a medical doctor, you're going to have to leave Bible school and go to medical school. Do you understand what I mean? You know, don't, don't be trying to be a doctor and going to Bible school. The Holy Ghost will send you, you're just going to kill somebody. They're not going to let you. Are you with me so far? So what we want to do, if we want to be overcomers, we need to go to the understand the pathway to becoming overcomers. So I'm, I'm trying to be as simple as possible with all of these things. Not, uh, you know, the first thing I want you to consider uh, on the pathway to becoming an overcomer is to understand what you need to overcome. Okay? Understand what you need to overcome. I know we've mentioned finances, relationships. W what do you need to overcome? W you know, how do you overcome those things? What, uh, do you understand what you need to overcome in those areas? Uh, Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, verse 18. Are you with me so far? I'm going to teach tonight. I, I, I want us to look at what there is to overcome because many people live their lives like they're playing the lottery. You know, uh, you just kind of go with the flow. And the problem with that is that when you live your life like that, you might get lucky once in a while. You know, you know if you play the lottery, you have one in like some, a few million chance of winning the lottery. You know, something, a lot of, you know, I, I don't know the exact figure, but you, you got one, one lucky chance of winning. The problem is that if you live your life like that, what is going to happen when you're not winning? The problem is that, is that there is so much life um, to live, and you can't leave it to chance. So what we want to do is to understand on purpose, how do I become an overcomer so that Every day I am overcoming. Amen? It is possible to overcome every day. Ask Jesus. There was no day that Jesus did not overcome. Every day it is possible to overcome. Someone say, it is possible to overcome every day. So we want to get understanding, get the understanding of what, we, what, what do we need to overcome. Um, because then you know how to go about it. Mark chapter 4, verse 18. I'm going to pick up from this scripture. It says in verse 18, I don't even know if I can finish this today, but I'll just finish where I can finish and we'll pick up another time. Amen? The joy of pastoring is that we're not going anywhere. Whatever we don't finish today, we'll pick up another day. Verse 18 says, Mark chapter 4, verse 18, it says, now these are the ones, you know the story, these are the ones sown among thorns. They're the ones who hear the word. And then verse 19 says, and the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches, the desire for other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Okay? Uh, so notice that the word was sown. The word of God is sown. In this particular situation, the word of God was released, and what happened is that the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things entered into the same space as the word, and they got to the place where they choked out the word of God. Everything in this world started with the word. Okay? Everything in this world, in fact, the book of Hebrews tells us that the word of God is what he used to frame the world. 
So everything in this world started with the word. The best that God can do for you, the best that God has for you is in the word. The word of God is the pathway to the best and the most eloquent expression of who you really are. The word of God is incorruptible seed. And God in his kindness exposes us to the word of God. He sows the word in our heart because he knows that every result that you will get in your life, every good result that he desires for you and I to have is a product of the word of God is a product of the word that he sows in your life. The word of God that is present in your life is evidence that he loves you. I'll say it again. Don't take for granted the fact that you can hear the word of God. The fact that you are here hearing the word of God, that God has orchestrated your steps in one way or the other and made it possible that you are hearing it, that you can tune in on Facebook and you can hear the word of God. It is because he loves us that he presents us with the opportunity to hear his word. Because the word of God is your way out. The word of God is your way to your next level. The word of God is evident. He loves us enough to send us his word. Satan also knows that your results are going to be a product of the word of God in your heart. And so what he does is to persuade you to allow the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things to enter into your heart and choke the word. So if you ask me a simple question, Cheeto, what do I need to overcome? Every overcomer needs to learn to overcome these three things. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things. When God wanted you to win, he gave you his word. When the enemy wanted to hinder you from winning, he brought you the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things. So, so every single one of us, everything you have mentioned, somehow fits into these three categories. And until you learn to overcome these things, they will always choke out the word of God on the inside of you. Are you with me so far? Everything that you will need to overcome in your life comes under these three categories. The cares of this world. The, these are the things that have no eternal significance. These are the things that, 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 that have to do with what you eat, what you wear. It has to do with what you drink, where you live what they said, what they didn't say. It has to do with the job, the business, the career, the, 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 you know, the, the friendships. The, these are the cares of this world. Now, they are all very important and they have their place, okay? They are all very important and they have their place. However, these things, when the enemy is, is working in all of these areas, what he is trying to do is to use these things which are important to choke out the word of God. So victory or becoming an overcomer for every believer is learning how do I overcome the cares of this world? How do I get to the place where I am to overcome is to subdue, is to overpower, is to, is to have dominion over, is to, is to exercise power over something. If I overcome something, it means that somehow it comes against me, but in, in the battle of faith, I suppress it. Amen. 
Does that make sense? That's what it looks to overcome. To overcome means that there has been some fights going on. And whether, no matter how spiritual you are, you are fighting the cares of this world. And, and to be an overcomer, everything that you have mentioned somehow, the finances, the relationships, the, all of these things, they fall somehow into one of these three categories. Especially here, the cares of this world. And so, uh, and so what we are going to have to do is to learn to be people who are, who can, who, who, who put the cares of this world in their rightful place. I think that one of the problems of, uh, with the church in recent times, um, I believe, is because we have allowed the cares of this world to determine what we do with the word of God, as opposed to allowing the word of God to determine how we react to the cares of this world. And in fact, you can, I, I know that because many Christians are good Christians when the word of God seems to be overpowering the cares of this world. But in the seasons where the cares of this world appear to be having an upper hand over the promises of God for their lives, they drop the word of God and start to serve the cares of this world. I'm preaching good already. Okay. So what we need to do, if you are going to be an overcomer, you cannot be a slave of the cares of this world. We have got to learn where, how to put your concerns about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, what they said about you, your career. You have got to learn all of these things are things that are important. Everyone say it's important. They're all important, but they have their place. For as long as you exalt the cares of this world above the word of God, remember where we started, the word of God is your way, is, is the pathway to your victory. That is why God loves you so much that he gave you the word. So overcoming looks like becoming the word of God. Okay? Overcoming looks like becoming healed like the word of God said. Overcoming be, looks like exercising dominion like the word of God says. It, it looks like becoming the word of God. Uh, however, the cares of this world is one of the things that can choke out your purpose. Amen? Are you living for the cares of this world or are you living for the word? Let me drink some water. The overcomer needs to understand that nothing should take precedence over the word of God. To overcome, you need to learn to be free from the cares of this world. For me, here is how I determine whether something is the care of this world. Uh, and, and how to put it, it, will this thing matter when I stand before Jesus? Okay? Will this thing, will this conversation matter? Will what they said matter when I stand before Jesus? Will, will how they behave matter when I stand before Jesus? Will, will, will this thing that I'm fussing about, what impact, and again, please, I need to keep repeating this. I don't want us to get off, off kilt. Things are important. Some, all of these things, the things that matter to us, they matter to God. But what we want to do is put them in their place. If you're going to be an overcomer, you're going to have to put it in, your, in its place um, compared to the word of God. Do you understand that so far? So question for you. Where is the word of God compared to the cares of this world. Amen? If we use that simple 
definition. Are, are we okay to think today? If we use that simple um, uh, de description of, of, of what the cares of this world looks like, it looks like things that are important only for this world. It is important that, that you put those things in there, otherwise you will never become the overcomer because as long as the cares of this world are strong enough to choke out the word of God, you will never become the word of God. You will spend your life serving the cares of this world. And so God sold his word, and the cares of this world choked it out. The other thing is the deceitfulness of riches. Are you with me so far? The overcomer needs to understand the deceitfulness of riches. This is something, you know, sometimes when you read this thing, you know, poor people start to look at rich people and say, mm -hmm. you're the one who's deceived. No, this is a problem for both the rich and the poor. The, the deceitfulness of riches is something that the rich and the poor struggle with. Uh, I'm not too bothered about how you're defining riches. That's a whole other class. Whether you're defining it by the money you have in your bank account, or whether you're well, it doesn't matter how you define what riches um, are, um, but there is a deceitfulness that comes with riches. I was, um, um, my daughter wasn't feeling very well recently, so we took her to, to, to the doctor. Doctors, I love you very much, so this is not knocking you. I appreciate your, doc, you, your work. But I, I, I got a bit frustrated, I don't know about you, um, because when, when we went to the doctor, the doctor started to, he didn't, I, I don't know about you, but when I go to the doctor, I want the doctor to tell me, this is what's wrong with them, heal them. And now, maybe that's the wrong expectation, but it's still the expectation I had. Come on, just at least one more person tell me that's what you expect. Okay, so, so if I go to the doctor, I don't want the doctor on Google. Because I have Google at home. Okay, so, 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 <laughs> so I went to the doctor, and they gave us suggestions. So I came away a bit, you know, disappointed because I left with, I was expecting that I would get, this is what it is. They, they didn't even tell me for definite, this is the matter, this is how to treat it. They said it could be this, 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 this. And so try this, this, this. I said, that's not helping me. I've tried, you know, this is what I mean. But, but, but what I came away realizing is that even though in this country we are rich with free health care, there is a deception that we can fall into where you can begin to think that you don't need to believe Jehovah Rapha because you have health care. But the reality is, the healthcare professionals, bless them, thank God for their lives. We have so many of you in here, and we champion you. But the reality is, most, they are practicing, which means they don't have all the answers. They barely have answers. They have suggestions as to how it can be. And so there is a deception. It is sometimes when you fall ill, or whenever I go to the hospital, uh, the, the, you know, visit somebody who is dying that I realize and they're in a place of healing and yet they are still dying. And I realize that, that, that the fact that we, we ought to celebrate the NHS, we ought to celebrate free healthcare, but there is a deceitfulness that can come with having access to these things where you start to depend on your free healthcare for your health, not realizing that that is a deception. The reality is that Jehovah Rapha is still keeping you. Every time you go into the hospital, what I come out with is a fresh insight, a fresh appreciation for the God who keeps us 
among the living. He is the God who preserves our soul. He fights diseases for us. The scripture says, if you worship me, if you serve me, I will take sickness from the midst of you. The number of your days I will fulfill. There is a God who sustains us and keeps us well. And those who overcome don't fall for the deception of riches. Do you understand where where I'm coming from? The poor suffer from deception of riches because the poor are thinking, if only I had a few more zeros to my account, everything will be okay. You are deceived because everything is okay, not because of the zeros, but because of the God who is with you. The rich can be deceived by thinking, because I have. Remember the rich man who, after his bonds were full, he starts to say, now I can chill out. That is the deception of riches, because it is getting to the place where you think your riches are keeping you. If you are going to be an overcomer, you have got to understand that the one who protects you is Jehovah Jireh. You have got to understand that the one who provides for you is not a brilliant economy. It is the God who preserves your life. You have got to understand that it's not the NHS who gives you good health. There is God who is Jehovah Rapha, your perfected physician, and he keeps you in good health. The overcomer understands and I hope in nothing else. I use all these things. God uses the police. God uses the NHS. God uses the government. God uses politicians. God uses all these things. But my, I, I, we don't trust in horses. We don't trust in chariots. Our trust is in the name of the Lord. The overcomer understands that. And the other thing is the, the, the scripture says other things, <laughs> other things. This is just anything that is juxtaposed to the word of God. Anything that stands in opposition, anything that looks contrary to what God wants for your life. <laughs> to become an overcomer, you, the, the overcomer that you are destined to be in the word of God, you need to understand that anything that contradicts You need to understand that anything that contradicts the word of God needs to be overcome. It needs to be put in its place. If you're with me so far, say amen. Amen. Number two, let me move on quickly. I hope this is helping you. So I said the first thing, if you are going to be an overcomer, is to understand what you need to overcome. And I believe that everything that you have mentioned will fall in one way or the other. And and you'll see as we go along, under the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, or... Other, other things, okay? Other things, as the scripture says. Um, are you with me so far? The second thing is to understand the tool for overcoming. Okay? The tool for overcoming. If you become an overcomer, you need to know what is it that I'm going to use to overcome. Okay? Because what you want to do is spend the most time with that tool. Okay? If you are a carpenter, you need to learn how to use a hammer. You don't need to be playing around with a scalpel like that that a surgeon uses. Okay? If you don't know what the tool is for your trade, you will spend your life uh, uh, learning something else. Amen? That's how Christians become excellent at worry. 
Amen. Most good Christians, most good people are great at worrying. Amen. Because we want good results, but, but we're not sure how to get it, what we use to get, get that victory. Many of you are spending your life on something that will not bring you victory. You, you want to be free, but you are holding on to what they did to you. You are spending your life on bitterness. It's not you. Nobody wins. You, nobody won. Nobody, there is no, in the history of mankind, there is nobody who has, over, overcome, who has ever overcome anything by staying bitter. Are you with me so far? So we need to understand what is the tool that I need to use to overcome. First John chapter 5, let's look at the tool for overcoming. Thank you, thank you, Lord. I'm asking the Lord for, again, if you're, if you're ever looking for something to pray for me, ask the Lord to help me articulate his mind. Clearly and articulate. That is my biggest prayer. I want to communicate the heart of God to you. First John chapter 5, because we want to know, know this tool and we want to work it. First John chapter 5 verse 4 says, for whatever is born of God, anyone born of God in here? Come on, is that you? Anyone body? Okay, look at you. Look at what the scripture says about you. Is victorious over the world. Is victorious over the world. If you read from verse 1, you will find that the person who is born of God is the one who believes in Jesus Christ, who believes the word of God. Do we have anyone who believes? Amen. That's you. The scripture says you are already victorious over the world. Come on, put your right hand up and declare. I am already victorious. Over the, world. over the world. Okay? Build that into your mind. You are not looking to win. You are looking to outwork your victory. Amen? What do we mean by, by the world? When we say the world, what do we mean? The book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. Let's do some Bible study. Are you, is this helping you? Stay with me. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 tells us what we find in the world. world. Um, 1 John chapter, chapter 2, verse 16. Praise God. It says, for all that is in the world. So if you, the Bible says, we are victorious, um, has overcome the world. And it says, it says it, uh, John also tells us what, what's in the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Okay? So these are the things that are in, in, in the world. These are exactly the same things in Mark chapter 4. Okay? Mark chapter 4, verse 18 where we looked at it, where, where the, 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 the pride, the lust of the flesh, that is, that is the, um, um, what did I have on, have on here? The, the, the lust of the flesh, the cares of this world, that's it. The lust of the flesh is the same as the cares of this world. The things in the natural, the desire for stuff in the natural. The lust of the eyes is desire for other things. Just anything else but what you ought to be looking at. <laughs> the lust of the eyes. And the pride of life, again, that is the deceitfulness of riches. Because when, you are, when you're in a place where you think your riches are providing for you, that is where pride comes from. It comes from saying, I have all that it takes. God, I don't need you. That's the pride of life. Okay? So, so John describes what is in the word. And he says that we are people who overcome the word. Are you with me so far? So, so, so we are people who overcome the world. Then he goes on and he breaks it, breaks it on further. He says, and this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Ba that's back to 1 John 5. Okay? Even our faith. So here is the way that we overcome. What is the tool that we use to overcome the world? Even our faith. 
the way that we overcome these three things, everything we need to overcome comes under these three categories. And the way that we overcome these things is not by your willpower, it's not by your uncle's connection, it, it is by faith. Even our faith, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. How are you going to overcome the world? It is by faith. Come on, how are you going to overcome the world? Okay, think about everything you mentioned earlier. That I want to have, I want to overcome in my finances. I want to overcome in my in my in my relationships. I want to overcome in my it is by faith. Okay? Victory is possible in all of those areas by faith. The starting point, pick up your tool, which is faith. What do you need to believe in your relationships? Because the way that you will overcome whatever is coming against the success of your relationship has to start from the place of faith. Because it is by faith that we overcome. It is by faith that we overcome. Someone say, my faith is the victory that conquers the world. Come on, say it again. My faith is the victory that conquers the world. Now, this is big for you to understand because if you don't understand this, what will happen is that life will intimidate you. You will face circumstances at work and you begin to think that I don't know what to do about this. I cannot beat down this Goliath because he looks so tall, so big. Somebody is even carrying his shield. I don't have what it takes to fight this thing. But the scripture tells us that it is by faith. And God in his goodness, when he brought you his word, he brought you a measure of faith. So every single one of us who have ever heard the word, if you have a Bible in your phone, if you have a Bible that you have marked down, you have what it takes to overcome. I need you to go back to being a supernatural believer that is not just looking to natural things to overcome the things that you have faith, you, you have faced in life. I am calling us back to this place where life throws stuff at you and then you respond, it is written because we overcome by the word of God. Amen. Let's go back to the place where if sickness comes upon your body, regardless of the diagnosis of the doctor, you are going to say, I know you don't have the cure for this, but the Lord has borne my sicknesses. He has taken by his stripes. I am healed. We overcome by faith. Promotion comes by faith. You will go from 30K to 300K by faith. You will go from sick to healed by faith. You will overcome that, 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 that infidelity in your relationship by faith. You will overcome that, that, that financial situation by faith. You will overcome the thing that's coming against your relationship by faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. The job of the enemy, come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. The job of the enemy, like he did, you know how the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things, you know how they choke out the word? They choke out the word by the enemy letting you put down the word in favor of the cares of this world. Okay? Because at any point in time, 
you have the word of God and you have the enemy souls. Matthew tells us that when God sowed the word of God, that, that Jesus gave a parable about how the enemy also comes and he sows tears in the midst of the word of God. So at every point in your life, there is going to be the word of God and there is going to be either the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, or the desire for other things. The one you exalt is the one that will choke out the other one. So if I am focused on the cares of this world and I, I, I am magnifying it, it will choke out the word of God. The word of God is incorruptible. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is a bit of God on the earth. The word of God is the seed of the kingdom of God. But yet, if you magnify the cares of this world over the word of God, it will make you unfruitful. So what, do, what, what does the overcomer do? The overcomer understands that it doesn't matter what I face. It doesn't matter how big Goliath is. It doesn't matter how deep the death is. It doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. I celebrate you this evening because you have everything that you need to beat down every Goliath in your life. You are already victorious. You have faith in you. I want to remind you that the enemy has been lying to you and telling you that you cannot win this battle. My name is Chino Gideon. I was anointed for today to bring you to remembrance that you have faith. You have faith. It starts with believing. I believe that we will come out of this. I believe that I am dead free. I believe that I am healed. I believe that my life is turning around. I believe that God is raising me up. I believe that I can get to the top. I believe my children will serve the Lord. I believe this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our Amen, even our faith. Faith is the reason why you will win. I said faith is the reason why you will win. My God. Hebrews 11 tells us what faith is. Faith is the assurance. Hebrews 11, one, you know that famous scripture? In the Amplified, it says faith is the assurance. I don't want us to, I want us to get understanding. You know how passionate I am about understanding. Faith is the assurance, the confirmation. It is the title deed of the things that we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and it is the conviction of their reality. Faith, perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Glory be to God. Faith is assurance. You know, you know when, uh, when you book a hotel or you book a flight, they send you a confirmation number. Okay, in fact, if you're booking it over the phone uh, or you're booking something, you know, you, you make a payment over the phone, they will say, get a pen. Get a pen because I am going to give you an authorization code. The, the reason they are saying this is this authorization, you haven't seen the shoes that you have bought yet, but as long as you have this authorization code, they better get your shoes for you. Okay? 
as long as you have this authorization code, if you book a hotel and they send you the email, they will tell you, look, it has been confirmed. If you show up in the place and they say, we have no room here, we say, that is your problem because I have confirmation. I have confirmation that I have a room. Do you know what the, the, the manager is obliged to do? If they have no room, they are obliged to kick somebody out to make a room for you. They are obliged to build a new room. They are obliged to upgrade you to a new, why? Because you have a confirmation number. Faith is having a confirmation number. It is, we don't need to be deep about this. When I see in the scripture that by his stripes I am healed, that is confirmation that sickness will not riddle my body and take me out. I have confirmation that Jesus died and he gave his back to be beaten. I have confirmation. Glory be to God. It is confirmation. It is confirmation of the things that we hope for. So we know our faith overcomes the world, and our faith is the confirmation, the assurance, that we have the things that we hope for. It, it is the thing that gives us the ability. I love how the Amplified puts this. Faith is the ability to see, perceive as real something that has not yet been revealed to the senses. The world calls that crazy. The Bible calls that faith. You've got to choose which one do you want to be. Do you want to be crazy and overcoming, or do you want to be non-crazy and subjected? Choose. <laughs> choose this day because faith is the ability to perceive as real stuff that your senses are not yet picking up. It is the ability to, and every overcomer, if you are going to be an overcomer, we've got to practice perceiving things that you have not yet sensed. That is why you can't wait on the cares of this world, because the cares of this world all affect your flesh. Overcomers travel above that and begin to perceive as real something that has not yet been perceived. Right now, my senses say that there is trouble in paradise. My senses say that there is no money to pay this thing. My senses say that I'm going down. Everything around me says that, but faith is the ability to perceive as real something that your senses are not yet picking up. So your faith is the ability to look, and because you have a confirmation in the word of God, faith is saying, I'm going to travel because Jesus said, Great shall be the peace of my children because Jesus says that the generation of the upright are blessed regardless of how crazy things are right now. I spend time just imagining my children serving God. I spend time imagining them with hands lifted up because I perceive as real. Abraham perceived as real the promise that he would have so many children. He perceived it as so real that when God says, go kill the only child you have, he didn't argue with God because the scripture says he believed that God is able to raise the dead. What he perceived, in order to be an overcomer, you've got to be able to live in a world where what you perceive is stronger than what you feel. Does that make sense? What you perceive outside of your senses has to be stronger 
than what you see, what you feel, what you taste, what's around you. Are you I can't finish this tonight. I think that's enough to work with. Amen? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Come on, say after me. Faith, Faith. is the victory that overcomes the world. So I've told you two things. I'm going I'm to park it there. I've told you two things tonight. If you're going to become an overcomer, number one, we have got to understand what is it that we're overcoming so that you're not beating the air. What am I fighting? If you're saying, I want to overcome in my finances, where does my finances fall into? Because if you don't understand the place of your finances compared to the word of God, you will give your finances the place of the word of God. And you will never win if you do that. So what we want to do, this financial problem is very important, but I'm not going to allow it to choke out the word of God. So I exalt the word of God above the cares of this world, above the deceitfulness of riches, above the, 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 the desire for other things. That's what you're fighting. That is your battle. Okay? If you, don't, if you don't understand that, you're going to be beating the air. If you don't understand that everything that you are dealing with is a battle for the word of God, you will be fighting the air. Make it clear, that is the battle that I face. The second thing I need to understand is in order to win this battle, I need to understand, thank God for all the practical things that I need to know. But the starting point is I believe because faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And whatever happens, I have faith now. So I know I have what it takes to win this. All I need to do is to learn to wield my faith. Okay? So every time you fall down, you haven't lost. It just means that you need to keep wielding your faith. If it hasn't worked out 10 years later, you haven't lost. It just means that we are practicing. We are still getting better at working your faith. It just means that you are, are you with me so far? So, so the more you practice, don't let, don't let, this is what life is about. This is it. All of life, fits into here. It is just exercising your faith. Take your eyes off your neighbor's lane. Take your eyes off what they're doing, how fast they're getting where they get. You're walking your own journey. Because that's the thing that happens. So you, we oftentimes think our faith is not working because Sister Susu, she prayed in the same prayer meeting for a husband. You were, you were, the, you were the agreeing partner. And you prayed, and now Sister Susu is married, and you are thinking, what about me? No, no, face your own lane. You have a different journey to Sister Susu. Celebrate Sister Susu and keep working your faith. By the way, Sister Susu is still needing to work her faith. Her having a husband does not exempt her from working her faith. So wherever you are, don't quit on your faith, because if Sister Susu quits on her faith, eh, eh, everything's going to go that way. So, so wherever you are, regardless of how progressed you are, we're all in the same boat, because every single person is still working their faith. Are you with me so far? Work your faith. It is your tool. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> it says leave sister, sister. <laughs> whatever you do, work your faith. Just the ability. Don't give up on your faith. What do I mean faith? Don't give up on, on the word of God. Don't give up on the assurance that you have that in the word. Uh, I didn't even talk about it today, but you can go find out. Why is the word potent? Why can I put my faith on this? Why? Just, just stay in the word. This is a word for somebody today. Some of you have gotten, I, I need to go back to believing the word. 
Okay? You need to go back to, be, to believing the word of God. Why is this going to win? Why, why is this going to be different? Because God said. I don't have all the details yet, but this much I know. He said something concerning my life, and that is why I believe it will turn out. Spirit of the living God, thank you for your word. I am asking, Father, loving Spirit of God, take these words, breathe life into them. I know you always send us out your word because there is a level of glory you are looking to produce in our lives. Today, we subject ourselves to the word, and we say we will indeed become everything that we have heard. We are overcomers according to your word. Thank you for grace. Thank you for wisdom. We lean on you to help us as we wield this, this weapon of faith in our world. I see everyone in here overcoming and stepping into the next level. I call every person in here an overcomer in the name of Jesus. And those who believe said amen. amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise if you believe. Let's come before God with our giving. Let's bring our best gift before God.